45, 40, run, William, run! He's got blockers in front, five, touchdown! Joshua Krim! He snapped back, ball down, can't block. block! They blocked the kick! This is the Orange is Orange or Browns podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Chase Smith, and with me, as always, Browns insider, Browns family man, Browns faithful, <laughs> Jeremy in Akron. Jeremy, we won, baby! Wow! Let's freaking go, man. That was the most fun I've had in that stadium, even more than the Thursday night game, because this was a complete team victory, right. a double-digit win. I never felt like the game was in jeopardy. It was just – it was fun. It was exciting. As you saw, I had my whole family with me. First time in my life, and I've been to 100 games, <laughs> that I had my wife, my daughter, my son, my dad, and me all at a game. Beautiful. So it was just awesome. My dad, who's a bit cynical because he's been a Browns fan his whole life, sure. um, was so excited. He was taking pictures, posting on Facebook the after best. the game. It was so awesome. My wife was standing in a chair and doesn't even like football. She had a blast. My daughter was into it. My son, it was just a phenomenal game. We're back, baby. We're back. We're not going to make the playoffs this year probably, but this team is back. We got our franchise quarterback. We got our franchise running back. I mean, to have two rookies performing like we have. You know, Baker Mayfield set the NFL record today for the highest quarterback rating uh, for a a rookie quarterback with more than 20 attempts in a game. It's amazing. 151 quarterback rating. Nick Chubb broke the Browns record for longest run in the game, 175 yards, 200 yards of total offense. Who's going to win rookie of the week this week? Baker, that'll I'll take care of that. Baker, really or, <laughs> Baker yeah. or Chubb. Yeah. Either, the, either uh, way, you can't go. 200 yards offense, 175 yards rushing. Unbelievable. Denzel Ward played great. Yep. They they aggravated Matt Ryan enough. The goal yep. line, this game had everything. Had everything. So uh, Jim Donovan and Doug, Doug Deacon, that was the really fun game to listen to. They said the fans, you guys didn't leave. The game ended. Everyone just stayed, st- stuck around. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. They, was there. Everyone just, we, haven't, we haven't seen like a game with like a victory formation win, no. you know, a game where it was, it was fun. Yeah, nobody left. Yeah. It was loud. Um, it was just a blast. Like I said, it had everything, dude. You yep. had a great quarterback play. You yes. Had big plays on From defense. start to you finish. A, you had a goal line stand at the fourth yep. and a half of inch line you had you had everything you had a great running back you had some great catches you know who's really blowing me away Rashard Perriman yeah Rashard Perriman was a cast off he was on the streets great pickup I tweeted this multiple times I said how was this guy just on the streets I mean he yeah. looks he looks like Josh Gordon that's who his college comp was coming out of Central Florida he's got he looks like him as far as stature wise he's a big See, physical receiver John Dorsey he knew what he was great. doing he knew what John he was Dorsey doing knows what he's doing man <laughs> Can't question John Dorsey. I tweeted that tonight. I was like, is there anybody who can honestly say right now that this isn't the guy to fix this thing? But you know what we need now, Chase? We need to come out of the bye week and put it on the Bengals next week. Oh, man. The Bengals are reeling. Best. Yeah, I know it's two weeks, but the Bengals are reeling. We got them twice coming up. Yep. We have we have the Ravens, who that thing's going down the drain. Really quick. You know, coming up. We have the Broncos on the road. The Broncos are bad. Carolina yep. at home. Carolina is good, but I think at home that gives us a decided advantage. Yep, who I knows, agree. man? We win four or five games down the stretch. We're not going to make the playoffs, but who knows? We win seven, eight games. Then it changes mm. the whole entire dynamic of this job for multiple reasons. Seven, eight this, games I think might actually put us in the conversation. You just never know. But this, mm. is, this is what I want to say, Chase. This is what I want to say. Yep. If we win three or four games going down the stretch, it's going to be an incredible coaching search. Because like we talked about last week, there's already going to be guys lining up to Coach Baker. There's guys going public already. There's a Bruce Arians thing. There's going to be guys lined up. Then you win if you win. You're coming off. You come down the stretch winning 
you know, five or six games of the last eight. Then you got guys really lining up. You got young jobs. I was texting with uh, my buddy who's actually Mongolor High School, legendary high school program, the head coach. Yep. We were talking about this tonight. Coach Adorney, shout out to Matt. Um, the uh, you don't jobs don't open up nope. with a franchise quarterback, a young talented you know uh, franchise running back, a young talented franchise defensive pass rusher. You got guys all over the defense, a, de- a corner. You got a guy like Dorsey picking the players. You got money under the cap, sixty seventy million, and you're in that sweet spot. You're in that spot where the Rams are and where Seattle was when they were successful, where you have a quarterback on a rookie deal for four more years. So you can go a little crazy in free agency over the next four years to put a crazy good team around him before you have to worry about getting him his contract. Mm -hmm. So the Browns are in the perfect position. Let me say that again. No matter how the season ends anyway, which I think I guarantee we're going to win a couple more games, but no matter how the, the, the season ends, we are in the perfect position with a franchise quarterback, a, a franchise running back, a bunch of money under the cap. The quarterback is a rookie, so you have him for four more years on a rookie deal, and you can go out and splurge in free agency. A franchise a guy, a franchise corner. You got – the guy in charge picking the players who knows what the hell he's doing. Right. Got the guys under him with Elliot Wolf and Highsmith, guys that know what's going on. Right. You're going to have guys lined up around the corner to take this job. You are in the perfect freaking position, Chase. I cannot emphasize that enough because we've never been in this position. Before. I want to talk about all of it. I want to. So let me ask you this question. Um, sure. Will the 2018 Cleveland Browns draft go down as the best draft of all time? I'm not trying to be dramatic, but Look at what happened at the first three picks. Look, is that let me tell an you exaggeration? That, is that hyperbole? I, I mean, I guess it. The only, it's not hyperbole. It's just too early to say that. But when you watch these guys play, they're they're difference makers. Nick Chubb only. This is um, here an unbelievable stat. Nick Chubb had 16 carries in the first six games. All he needs to average the rest of the season is 70 yards a game to go over a thousand yards. Unbelievable. In the last six games. He's got 575 yards rushing. He's averaging 6.7 yards a carry. He's got three touchdowns of more than 40 yards already, which is, I believe that's a Browns rookie record. It might even be an NFL rookie record. Um, he's, he's smooth out of the backfield. You saw that on a couple plays today. Baker Mayfield, I mean, what else can you say about the guy? Denzel Ward, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. I mean, what can you say? Today, Chubb was 20 attempts, 176 yards, 8.8 average. And this is, this is what I say about that, Jeremy. Um, any draft, you get a franchise quarterback, it's automatically A+, plus, right? Like, that's all Absolutely. you got. Right. We, we got that. Any draft, you get a franchise corner. Look at the Saints draft last year. I know they hit in a couple others, but they got um, that stud corner who won defensive player. Marshawn, Lat- Marshawn Lattimore, yeah. which I think – I actually think uh, – Ward's better? Ward's better. I think yep. Ward's better. But that was an A-plus draft uh, for a couple other – They got Camara. Camara. Right. But we also got Chubb in the second. We hit – on the first three, of the three first picks, four. we got, we, well, we got Corbett too mixed in, but you add up on the, the pressure of the Browns cluster effery that always happens come April with the draft. Yeah. And we had the first pick. Like I honestly, and I'm not trying to be like hyperbolic here, Jeremy, this, that could go down as the best draft of all time. Yeah. Throw in Jannard Avery, who, even though he's not putting up huge numbers is all over the field, tattooing people. Then, you know, another guy now start looking back. We give Sashi a little credit. Jabril Peppers was awesome today. Did you yeah. see the hit? No, you didn't see it, but Jabril Peppers had a hit on the one-yard line that set up that goal line stand. It was unbelievable. I mean, he lay, he was about as hard as you can hit someone legally these days in the NFL and stopped him on a dime at the one-yard line. Yeah. Peppers played well. He's always in good position now. 
uh, Njoku, they didn't go to him a lot, but he made that great catch Coming on that along. Yep. dart. Yep. That was, you know, you got – it's just – it's fun to watch, man. My dad was talking about today, look at all these rookies. Like, look at all these rookies running around. It's amazing. You got, wide, you got Callaway out there making plays. He looked good today. He looked fast today. You know, Baker – I didn't know this, but Baker said in the, uh, his postgame interview that Callaway had been banged up, and he said now he's healthy again. And he oh. did. He looked, fat, he looked faster today. He was quicker out of his breaks. Maybe it was the orange pants. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, they look great. The uniforms look absolutely phenomenal. I do not know why they've been so reticent to wear them over the last few years, the orange and brown. Actually, I heard a rumor. Actually, it's not even a rumor. This is true. I was told that uh, that D hates them. D has them, hates the orange pants. Well, the end zone looks awesome. It's checkered with the, or striped with the brown and orange. Yeah. And, yeah, and the, uh, the, the, I thought the, orange, the pants looked great. It was the atmosphere was fun. You know what? And I saw Zach Jackson, and a couple other guys tweet about it. He was right from the beginning. There was like a, there was a, a energy in the building today. I'm not sure what it was, why, but there was an energy in there. And it was just, it was just a blast, man. It was a everyone game. listened to our podcast game. and they expected a blow. <laughs> this is just, it's fun, man. You know, what's funny is I know you predicted the win. Actually, you know that on our board predictions, I predicted Baker would throw for three touchdowns. Yep, you did. You, you did. And you predicted that the Browns would win. What was your final? It was pretty close. Uh, was, I don't remember. <laughs> either way, though. And then, but then I predicted they would lose by three. But as you saw in my Twitter feed, I started to turn when I saw that Ward was going to play. Yeah, yeah. Randall yeah. was going to play. Then I said I meant I put I meant to put Schobert in there, but I said if Schobert, Randall, and Ward play, the Browns are going to win. I tweeted that out yesterday. All right. And all so, three played, and the Browns won. Who, uh, yeah, we, we kind of glanced There's over there. Demarius Randall. Demarius Randall. Great signing. Hero for Great the, signing. It was a trade. We traded Kaiser. Trade. That's right. That's right. Oh, my goodness. And that's John Dorsey. John Dorsey, Elliot Wolf, Highsmith. Those guys know in talent. Bring it in. Kaiser's so bad, Aaron Rodgers had that one knee for like three weeks at the beginning of the season. And they're like, no, Aaron Rodgers, you go back under center. Just, yeah, remember they brought oh, him in for two plays. They brought him in for two series, and he threw a pick six, and he got – in the red zone. In the red zone. <laughs> yeah, and he fumbled. And All right, so rookie of the week, will it go to Baker or Chubb, Jeremy? What would you do? It, I think it'll just because the quarterback is the most important position. Yeah. Um, in the league, and he just set a record for the best. Yeah. Quarterback rating, and probably will go to Baker. But I mean, they'll both be the final two Browns finalists again. And really, Ward played incredible. I think Ridley had about maybe two catches, and yeah. that was when they were just went soft zone and were giving them stuff in front of them. I mean, yeah. uh, it's funny because Ward was. Uh, about an inch from a pick six he, yes. he jumped a route and that ball bounced off his chest and they showed him up close in the stadium and he had a giant smile on his face <laughs> he's like he a knew it uh, he knew it yeah he knew it was a touchdown if he pulled it in it was there was no yeah. between him and there so imagine if that would have happened then you would have had a real uh battle mm -hmm. for the for i'm gonna the week but you might have already, people might have already seen this i haven't seen it online so i'm gonna say it now before someone else gets to it this week very reminiscent, Jeremy, of the Cowboys, Dak, and uh, Zeke Elliott kind of rookie combo going on here in Cleveland, right? Even yeah. though they're different players. Um, but if you think back to that rookie of the year and the, you know, uh, that went to Dak and not Zeke Elliott. And I got to tell you, I was I was so wrong on both those guys. You know, I wasn't super excited about Chubb. I didn't see it. I didn't know he was so fast. I, I guess I, I should have because he ran track at Georgia as well. I, I, I never no saw idea. it in training camp. And he, yeah, exactly. He never looked explosive. But, man, when he's got another gear, and I didn't know it. And, you know, sometimes it takes – usually running backs, they say, the one of the easier transitions. But it took a couple weeks. But, look, now, boom. You know, it's been unbelievable. Yeah. And with him and Baker, you're right. It's Except now I think Baker's better than Dak. I mean, you should wait till you see what uh, Brian Baldinger, who's like the, the lead yeah, cheerleader for Baker. He loves Baker. He just he's, in the, he's in the passenger seat beside me. You got to see – yeah. You got to see these breakdowns tonight. 
he is like in awe. He's like, you like, he's basically saying, you guys don't get how good he is. Watch, yeah. he, 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 he did a little video with like six throws in a row. He's yeah. like, this is unbelievable. Guys don't do this. It's, he's like, look how easy this is for these receivers. Yeah, yeah that's another thing, Chase, we got to get to. Zero drops, zero drop passes today. Yeah. Only three incomplete passes. It was a beautiful thing. You know, I love Higgins. You only threw Higgins once. What happens? Touchdown on a throw. That, and you know what? Me and the guy that sits behind me that played football at Kent State looked right at each other and said, that looked like Aaron Rodgers. When he was oh. rolling out, what we've been calling, what I've been calling Roll, for. Yeah, you, you have been. Pocket, yep, yep. He yep. rolls out of the pocket and he throws a strike that looked like Aaron Rodgers for a touchdown yeah. to Higgins. It was beautiful. All right. So, Aaron Higgins. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm just going to say, yeah, um, who won the game? I'm going to give you four options, Jeremy. You tell me who won the game, okay? Okay. All right, uh, did uh, John Dorsey, Baker Mayfield, the defense, or the fans win the game today? Like, who won you know, the game? I'm going to say, I'm gonna say Baker because he got it going. But mm-hmm. you know what? The defense had to slow him down. I mean, we, we already knew we were playing the we, back-to-back weeks to play the first and second, well, two of the top three offenses in all the football. Yep. You know, that's a task. And like I said last week, once Randall didn't play and once Ward went down, um, you knew yeah. it was going to be tough anyway, and then you lose those guys, there's almost no shot. Randall was all over the field today. Yeah. Marius Randall, you know who played a good game today? And he, was, and he shadowed – they had T.J. Carey, who I've been very hard on. They had him shadow Julio Jones, and he played a really good game. Julio got some yards, but not a ton. Carey made some plays. I thought that was smart because, you know, then they, they put Ward on Ridley and completely took him out of the game. Yeah. Basically, you know, so they basically said, hey, Sanu, who was banged up, he played, but he was banged up. He had the fumble, and T.J. Carey caused that fumble. Yeah. T.J. Carey caused some fumble it. with a great yeah. hit. Tomahawked it right out, yep. You know, it's amazing how the offense can complement a defense. The defense had been on the field like almost in, like an abusive relationship for the first eight eight games yeah. of the season. And it's amazing when the offense gets going and they get some momentum, how how more fresh they feel and look. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to say John Dorsey, man. I mean, I know Baker had an incredible game. I know Chubb. Like, our rookies showed up and showed out today, man. Um, and not that John Dorsey needed any more validation, but he's got to be smacking that gum extra loud tonight, man. I mean, just like, yeah. <laughs> um, did I, did, I don't know if I talked about this yet at all in here, but, um, Baker's last four games. Okay. Yeah. You want to hear some stats the last four I games against KC, Atlanta, Pitt, Tampa Bay. He has nine touchdowns, two interceptions, and he's averaging a 108 quarterback rating in those four games. He's 13 okay. touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year. He improved right. So if you yeah. took just those four games out, extrapolate those four games <laughs> over yeah. the, you know, and the that's just that's remarkable numbers. We have, we haven't seen numbers like that here, and even Bernie didn't have numbers like that yeah. to be honest with you. So you're looking at you know nine, that's 36 touchdowns if the you know and and I think that's the way it's trending. He's not going to mm-hmm. stop. You know he's not going to forget oh, no. how to play football. Nope. <laughs> but you know good. what this is also going to do in free agency now these receivers who never would give Cleveland a second chance or second look right, they're going to right. Yep. Why wouldn't it's, they? It's, yeah. Right. We're building it, man. It's building. It's momentum. Yep. The momentum's building. Like I said, it's not even that important what happened the rest of the way, but I want it. I want to build. I want to yep. see us beat Cincinnati. The Cincinnati game is became eminently winnable. They've been horrible after their great start. You know, that typical yes. Cincinnati, they come out of the gates four and one. Yeah. And now they've lost what four in a row or something of that nature. Yeah. Same with Baltimore Circles. We got Cincinnati twice. I mean, talk Baltimore about Baltimore is doing so bad they're talking about John Harbaugh being fired. He's done. He's already gone. They're saying that he almost got fired before the year. Uh, Lock and Fort reported today. That's done. It's over. They're not. Go- they're not going to fire him during the season. But after the year, they're going to part ways. So, and Jeremy, I, let me it, ask you this: Is it possible that Greg Williams becomes the head coach of the Browns? 
I don't think so, but I don't think it's crazy to think that uh, uh, Freddie Kitchen stays on as the offensive coordinator. And I, okay. I think there's a couple scenarios to that. The one scenario, obviously, is Bruce Arians because he worked under Bruce Arians for all those years in Arizona. Uh-huh. So Bruce Arians, who's lobbying for the job, comes in. Uh, I think there's a distinct possibility that your offensive coordinator is uh, Freddie Kitchens and your defensive coordinator is coaching the Jets right now with Todd Bowles because he also worked under Bruce Arians, and you, he's probably going to get let go. There's no way Greg so, Williams uh, sticks around? I don't think so. I mean, and, you know, I like Greg Williams. And, you know, it's funny, listening to the press conference after the game today, you know, I listen to all the press conferences. It's one of my things. It's like a, it's night and day. Remember, Hugh would never give you a straight answer. It was, I got to look at tape, got to look at tape, blah, 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 blah. Greg's was just rattling it off, you know. He doesn't care. It's just it's just a whole different feel, the press conferences. Yeah. Um, so, and it's a scenario, two where I think Freddie Kitchens could stay is if a John Harbaugh situation were to open up. You know, yeah. John Harbaugh is a special teams coach. Um, it, he's not an offensive guy. So, you yeah. bring John Harbaugh and there's a chance Freddie Kitchens stays. Now, the only thing that worries about that is he's a 3-4 defensive guy, and right now we've got the personnel for a 4-3, and I would absolutely hate to have to redo our defense. You know, I think we're in the, on the right track. I think yeah. John Dorsey knows that. So, yeah. we'll have to see about that. But I think those are two scenarios where you could see a Freddie Kitchens. Now, if they go young, you know, John Filippo, then they're going to blow the offense up. But that worries me, though, because what if we do get hot down the stretch and we keep playing offense like we've been playing these last four weeks? Yeah. And then we have to bring in – that worries me to bring in a whole new system. I agree. So so, so we'll have to see. Let's, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. Sure. But it's going to be huge. I mean, it's going to be so – got the bye week get healthy. I was wrong. I, you know, I tweeted out that I thought Money Mitchell could come back next week. He can't. He can't come back till week 13. Oh dang! Uh, but he's he's healthy because he uh he got his cast off two weeks ago and he's been running and stuff. Ooh. So he's pretty close. But you still have to miss eight weeks. He went out week four, so he wouldn't be eligible to play till week thirteen. Let me uh, throw out some other names to you, Jeremy. Uh, sure. One, no one, no one's mentioned this name before. Bill Cower. <laughs> you know what? Baker might be another. He seems to like Baker as well. <laughs> I don't know the game. I, w- I would say the game may have passed him by. I mean, if so what we're watching from John Gruden, yeah, different yeah, game. You know. Exactly. So I, I don't think he's realistic. Yeah. Um, Lincoln Riley, you still like his chances? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think that if, if they go college guy, it could be him. And if they keep playing the way they were, why wouldn't you think about it? I know a lot of people have him linked to Dallas as well. And it looks like Dallas is probably going to make a coaching change as well. Yeah. But we'll see. I, I don't think it's, I definitely don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Bottom line, this is what we're going to be reading in the papers on the internet tomorrow. The Browns defeat the surging. Atlanta Falcons, 28-16. to 16. The Falcons were winners of three straight. They were rolling. The Browns yep. improved to 3-6-1 and one this season. They clinched their three, best two record. 3-2-1 at home. 3-2-1 at home. Baker's 3-2 at home. The Browns are 3-2-1 at home. Jeremy, the Browns freaking won, man. Yeah, and it, I'm telling you, the offense is like, if you watch it closely, you go to, you can just it's, – it's just a tangible difference in the offense with Freddie Kitchen calling the plays. I mean, you saw the, the day we were had wish, a bunch of wishbone plays that were yeah. just changing, you know, getting the running backs way more involved. Yep. It just looks smoother. It just looks better. Yep. I mean, it's just it is it's just the facts, man. It just looks yep. like a different offense, and and I was skeptical if that could actually happen. You know, if you could, yeah. with the, and I talked about that on here before. If you because you can't just start over, but right. it just looks like they he's just it's awesome, man. It's fun to watch. Yep. Hey, we're gonna have Nathan Zagur on the show the next week and a half for sort of recap the season. We're gonna have a couple other guests. We're gonna do some special things in the bye week. Uh, guys, thanks for checking out this victory podcast. Make sure to ref the Browns hardcore tomorrow, Victory Monday. Browns have a bye week. We go into Cincinnati, November 25th. Jeremy, any final thoughts? 
let me say this too. I want to thank Cleveland Clothing Company. They, you know, we joked with them on Twitter about making the I Survive the Hugh Era t-shirts, and they did. They sent me one. I wore it today to the game, and it almost felt like I cleansed myself of this whole Hugh Jackson debacle. Wearing my shirt today, us playing that well, it was just awesome, awesome feeling, great feeling at the stadium. I think we got a lot of fun ahead, guys. Let's get hyped. It's going to be great. You guys have a great week. We'll see you here on the pod in a couple days. Go Browns. Hoo-hoo. Let's go. Hoo-hoo. We're back, baby. It's not a